And with that introduction, we welcome in Mike Morgan. Morgan on the move. Good to have you with us, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Could you repeat that Charleston Southern basketball score from the first half again? I missed that. Yes, Charleston Southern. That would be undefeated, uh, Charleston Southern. All right, you know you want to uh-huh. you want to get it right. Uh, Charleston Southern okay. leading um, North Florida. It's early. It's two to nothing. Okay. It's early at the Bucknell. Okay, two to nothing. I had the uh, I had the over two and a half for the first three minutes of the game. So this is I've got a lot writing on this. So keep me posted on that. You're in good You're shape. You're good, Mike. They're three and, and a half in, and it's six six now to update the, uh, oh, I've, the scoreboard. I've already covered. Okay, this is a good day. <laughs> Drinks are on me, fellas. <laughs> See, there you go. Your gambling addiction and your alcoholism all coming out in the first two minutes uh, of the show. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I know you're glad basketball season is here. I mean, I love college basketball season. Mm. I do wonder if we start college basketball season for most of the country too early on November the 6th. What do you think? Uh, I have had a long-time mantra, if you will. TBH, which stands for Turkey Before Hoops. Mm. Uh, In other words, college basketball should start after Thanksgiving, or or at least right around it with a lot of the tournaments that go on during that time. Yeah, I, I, I do think it starts too early. Uh, I really think the whole calendar is off. I think baseball starts too early as well. I don't need to see uh, two teams in February in 22-degree weather battling one another uh, in a game, you know, in front of 47 fans. I I think the calendar ought to be fixed, but uh, that has fallen on deaf ears for as long as I've been saying it. So here we are. It's uh, it's going, and uh, I've got uh, Wake Forest, Georgia tomorrow night. So I'm actually in, in Athens as we speak. Uh, drawing eyeballs from uh, restaurant goers here hmm. uh, at a, a nice little establishment. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But, you know, it's still football still prevalent, as, as you well know, and a lot of big college games on Saturday. And then uh, I'm looking forward. How about this? I've got Browns at Ravens on Sunday, Ooh. and that'll be Deshaun Watson under center for the Browns and the outside linebacker, for the Ravens, the number one defense in the league, is one Jadavion Clowney. How about so that? So Clowney never, yeah, Clowney never got to go against Watson. I think they missed each other by one year. But uh, Clowney could actually sack. It could be a Carolina-Clemson exchange between those two on Sunday. Mike, how do well, our listeners I mean, get the uh, Compass Media Networks that's going to be carrying that on Sunday? I, it, I don't have a list of all the stations, but I hopefully if there's a – Sports station in your market. Uh, they're carrying NFL on Sunday. There's a good chance they can catch it then. But uh, I know we're on. I don't know 150 or so. So hopefully, hopefully uh, your program director will be uh, up to the task of carrying NFL on Sunday. Yeah, about as many uh, as we have carrying sports talk. Um, now, if you go back right. to the to Should the be days, a package deal, really. Yeah, you go back to those days. You know, Taj Boyd. He had to change his uniform number from uh, number 10 to number <laughs> yeah. 7 because he had Clowney on his back so much. Shaboom, boom. That's um, right. Five, okay. five sacks, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Did he not get yeah. him down five times? I think so. I think so. So, that's good. I'm glad to hear you got uh, the hoops going and you got uh, football going as well. Keeps you busy. That keeps Mama happy, so that's good. Let me ask you about <laughs> this. We were discussing this earlier amongst us, and I don't know, this is not a big national deal or anything like that though it did pop up on twitter or x somebody retweeted it but 
There was a broadcast by uh, Barstool Sports. I don't know if you saw this clip um, mm. that uh, they did Wayne a college Kiffin? basketball game the other night. It was the FAU oh. game. Did you see – do you know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. Okay. Well, uh, there's a clip from this broadcast. I guess it was streaming via uh, Barstool Sports. And uh, the the game was a, was a route, but the three guys, I don't even know who they are um, – were during this part of the broadcast, you know, towards the end, I guess, uh, of a route, um, they were, you know, calling for players to shoot because of the money and because of the gambling aspect of it. And uh, mm. ju- just, Mike, it, it's not the kind of broadcast that we, you know, that we would do and, and that we grew up listening to and that, and that we consider to be part of the professional part side of, of broadcasting, of sportscasting. And, and my question to you is yeah. maybe, you know, until you see it, maybe you won't have an opinion, but maybe you have a general feel for what's happening in the, in the sportscasting world with so many ways of uh, delivering uh, uh-huh. broadcasts and sportscasts. Now, are we lowering the standard are we lowering the bar on what is considered good sports casting and good play-by-play and good broadcasting? Ooh, that's a that's a can of worms. Uh, I've got a lot of thoughts on that question. I, I would just say, I'm guessing, you know, this is a. Would you say FAU is playing who? Uh, this is a non-conference. November game that nobody else picked up, right? Because, I mean, they don't have, you know, they don't have an SEC network or an ACC network. So when that happens, this is what really destroyed Conference USA back in the day. They thought they'd be the smartest people in the room, just kind of like the Pac-12. And they didn't align with a major network, and they just started, well, yeah, let's sign a contract with Facebook and have Facebook announcers call the game. Let's sign a contract uh with this streaming service and when you do that uh you're not going to typically get you know the same type of broadcast it's it's going to be more of a, a little bit of a yuck yuck session and my my guess is that's what happened so i mean look those games uh that for those type of conferences the mid majors if you will a lot of them are not they're, they're not broadcasted they don't have uh, broadcast in place, so it's a, it, it's either all radio, or you allow somebody to pick it up for a for a rights fee. And my guess is they came in there, paid a rights fee to carry the game, and their attitude was, well, we're going to do it differently. We're not going to have that old school, professional sounding play by play color guy. We're going to make it fun with gambling and all those. And look, I'm not even knocking it because maybe there's a market for that, just because it's not what. Uh, what people are accustomed to today, maybe down the road, there's a market for some of that. You take Monday Night Football, the Manning cast. I mean, that's not a true play-by-play analyst broadcast. It's two two guys being kind of silly, but people love it because they love the Mannings, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's the that's the allure. If you just had two random players doing it, nobody would watch, nobody would care. But because it's the two Manning brothers, it, it's actually been pretty popular. But Without knowing exactly, uh, you know, what the broadcast was or who did it, that would be my guess. Well, I love the Manning brothers as much as the next guy. And I got locked into a Manning cast NFL broadcast a few weeks ago. For some reason, I couldn't get out of it. Um, And I hated it because I wanted to watch the football game. 
and they're yakking, yakking over every play, and they're doing interviews and talking to people. They had Desmond Howard on. I think it might have been a Packers game. Um, well, I know what it was. I had recorded it, and for some reason my DVR recorded the Manning cast version instead of the other, the real play-by-play version. So I was stuck having to listen to it, and it was highly annoying. And I think those guys are funny and cute and say, you know, precious things. But it annoyed the heck out of me as a guy who just wanted to watch a football game. But again, I get it. You got a choice. You got a choice. You know, you can choose the the pure football game, or right. you can choose the Manning cast. I, I get that. And and it was a game you cared about. It's your beloved Packers, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> just yes. like if if it's Gamecock fans tuning into a Gamecock game and they can't even pronounce Shane Beamer's first name properly, uh, that's going to rub a mm-hmm. lot of Gamecock fans the wrong way, as it did. But in general, uh, you know, if, if it's your average person that doesn't care about the game, they might want a more quote-unquote entertaining version of the broadcast. So I, I think that's what they're trying that, – that's the, the outlet that some people are trying to do. I'll tell you one thing, though. Hmm. From my experience, what you just described is anybody who really cares about the game – in other words, who wins, who loses, not just gambling respect, but they, they actually have a vested interest in the team. They want a professional-sounding broadcast where they know what's going on and it's not just kind of the bells and whistles. So I, that's not going away anytime soon. I just think there more of these alternative versions uh, might pop up because they're trying to see if maybe a, a younger generation likes to see it a little bit differently. We're going to let you go because I know you got a tight schedule. We appreciate it, as always, uh, tonight. Enjoy your busy weekend of basketball and NFL, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Mike. Okay, guys. Thanks, Thank Mike. you. Take care. Mike Morgan. Morgan on the move here on Sports Talk. Sports Talk.